The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here to Analyze This Monday Table Talk. We're talking about the Virgin Islands Government uh, Employees Retirement System. A, a system that is sponsored by the government of the Virgin Islands. And uh, Senator Russell was speaking about some history with respect to, generically that is, um, yeah. with respect to um, the system looking for a search because Mr. Nibs has indicated over the years that he's uh, ready to move on. Um, so, uh, Randy, want to wrap that up so we can move on to other topics? Yeah, definitely. I, I chaired two committees looking for a CEO, and those efforts fail Neville. All the question is, we get an infusion of cash, 158 million or more money. Could we proceed without somebody to manage that going into the this fiscal year and the future? That's the question. You know? So, you get the cash to start to fix the system and you're doing a search for a CEO and you can't find one. I leave it there. Let me ask this question though. Um, the, the payments that we've received, the system, $89 million in April, uh, 158 last week, totaling 247. Um, how, what's going to be the annual size of these payments going forward? Because that's a lot of money in one calendar year. And I don't believe yeah. we're going to be getting $247 million in every calendar year. That's number one. And number two, I think the, the net cash flow deficit was somewhere around 120, 130. So, yeah. so with this 247 in this calendar year, um, that should provide um, some oxygen, significant oxygen. Absolutely. And if the cover over remains consistent and it is increased by any, the 1050 is reduced because we are expecting 13, 13, 20, 25 or yeah. 13, Yeah, 13, 25, yeah. Yeah, so it's reduced, but it should fluctuate to cover the expenses of definitely operating the GRS and investing money. And the, the issue that, you know, people should understand, the GRS is the biggest, second biggest financial institution in the territory. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, uh, 16,000 plus government employees, retirees, and current rely on it. Mm -hmm. Okay, just, and so, no decision without a fully understanding the parameters of the decision the, the board really takes it serious. No, no, Rocky, they, Rocky, Rocky, let me ask this question from from a uh, from a, a, a outside perspective, looking at what we know of the 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 cover over, right? And 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 the way the ecosystem, I think that's the right term, the ecosystem has changed with respect to the kind of monies that the rum companies are now receiving, unlike in the past when you were serving. Uh, in the 21st, 22nd, and, and, and that, that window there, along with ducks. Um, if we are 
generating $260 million in um, rum, cover over. rum cover over on an annual basis. And we got debt to service. And we write in a check, a significant check to the GRS. Then what's left over for the rum companies? And isn't that going to be significantly less than what they cost them to get in for the last five, six, seven years? And what is their response to that now? What, what would you think would be their response, Rocky? And then Docs. Well, I, I, I would answer this way. I believe that when they began and start the process of trying to find a, a, a fix for this, they must have had enough discussion with the companies so that they can sustain any amount of, of this nature. They, in other words, you, you know that the discussion has been where, look, we want, we looked together about 150 for that uh, from this to go to GRS. Um, that means that roughly on a on a good parameter and a good basis analysis, you would only get X amount of dollars. To me, that discussion has been had so that they would know that the amount that's coming there they could live with. Otherwise, it wouldn't have come to this level. You, I don't know if you have something. No, I understand. I'm I understand. That, yeah, that, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, so you're saying. Communi- com- communication had to have happened prior to the governor sending down this legislation. Right. Asking, right. Ask, so uh, asking, asking the body to approve it. Right. Not only that, asking them to find out what they can live with. In other words, if we take an extra, we're going to need this to fix the GRS. Once we get this, can you live with what you have left? Mm-hmm. Depends on the, the historical amount of money that you've received. I believe that discussion been had. So I don't see that as a major issue because I believe they already know more or less what they can live with. That's my thing. Now, now I had on the, I had on the, o, the OMB director and this would be Friday, Friday, September 16th, right? And um, we were just looking at the major the major tax categories and uh, gross receipts: two hundred and sixty mil, um, thirty million for excise tax, uh, four hundred and thirty-four million dollars for income tax, fifty-one million dollars for property tax. You know, uh, grocery um, rum cover over dog school for the most part. Um, the trustees who to deal with that, right? When 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 they when they the administration sends the estimate to the Treasury Department and they cut the check. That check goes to the trustee to address debt, right? To address our debt service. And then the addition out the tech place after that. Absolutely. What happens is, and, and uh, Ronnie would notice even more succinctly than, than I because of his legal training, the enabling contracts that the companies sign, right, provides a return based on how much rum they produce mm-hmm. okay so so that concern as to whether or not we are going to they're going to agree to give this money to grs per se their contract governs what they're going to receive and and never you've been there with, with with the contracts and the incentives uh where we pay for molasses we pay for this and we pay for that we put money into the 
into the fund to build, you know, the stadium and all that kind of stuff. So capital, 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 and, uh, capital uh, improvement fund, um, crisis intervention, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes, the original contract that these uh, rum producers sign, that is what they get. Now, the, the key in this thing is that the return at 1050 or 1325. That's where the problem comes in. Now, hold on one and second. Hold on one second. Yeah. I, I think we, we, we have an obligation. I think all of you will agree with me. We have an obligation to educate the public on how that that process works, Right. And we're going to use members here, right? Because, you know, last week, last week we, we own our water company. Today we own a rum distillery. Okay, gentlemen? So, so Rocky, you're the CEO again, right? Um, Docs, you're the CEO. I'll be the CFO. And R- Rani, you're the chief legal officer. Okay? All right. Okay. <laughs> here, 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 here's how it works, right? Um, table talk, rum company, right? We, we manufacture... Um, a million, a million proof gallons, and we sell it into the U.S. market, right? Right. We sell it, we sell it to brother Cat. That was my father. That was my father, uh, partner, right? We sell it to brother Cat in Montana, right? He has to pay the U.S. government thirteen dollars and fifty cents, right, for every proof gallon, right? So, so he gonna pay the government of the, uh, the he gonna pay Uncle Sam thirteen and a half million dollars in taxes for buying a million a million proof gallons of rum from the table tax rum company right right the the federal government now rebates that money right or cover co- cover over what's what's the term cover over that money right to us us being the government of the virgin islands now right right so we want, this is where this is where doc school was talking about and we want the public to know the percentages if right the number is ten dollars and fifty cents. If the rebate is ten dollars and fifty cents, that means that's eighty percent of the of of that thirteen thirteen million five hundred thousand. If the number is uh ten uh thirteen twenty five, that's ninety that's ninety eight percent. Right? That's a significant amount. Eighteen percent is a lot of money. People believe it's small compared to eighty, but eighteen percent is significant. And when you multiply that by the amount of millions of proof gallons we're talking about, then you understand how the dollar figure to work. So you, you bring up a good point there, Doc School, because with every proof gallon, right? If it's ten fifty, that means we only getting eighty percent back on the dollar. Uh, right. If it's thirteen twenty five, that means we're getting ninety eight percent back on the dollar. That's significant money. Yeah, yeah, Rocky. Yeah. The good point that Doc brought about is that. That's the real crux of the issue, you know. The real crux is 10 versus 13. 10.50 versus, 10, 10, 10, versus 13.25, correct. 13, right. And yeah. the thing was that, you know, there was supposed to be legislation to try to nail it. I, mean, I remember when we were there. To make it permanent. We about, to make it permanent. To make it permanent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and to this day, it hasn't become permanent. So that is the big issue because... I remember it was brought up not um, not too long ago that the delegate had moved something. I don't know what what measure it went on that didn't go through. But until that goes through, we have that problem right smack in our head. And that's what the issue is. Absolutely. So I don't know how you have it. Okay. The issue is, and and, and never the other thing is that uh, what goes to GERS 
is after all the bills are paid, after the trustee have paid all the bills and everything, the balance goes to GRS, which usually used to go into you should go into the general fund. Priority payments. Yes. Okay. So the balance of of after of the two hundred and fifty million, once it's allocated throughout the different the, the companies and the different entities that receive money, the balance of that is what goes to GERS. So if it's a ten fifty, that balance is lower Correct. than it was at at, at, right. at thirteen twenty five. So right. that's that's the issue there, and we need to get that cover over permanent. I, I've I've seen where in in the paper where candidates are basically speaking that it must go it must go forward now the delegate sits on the ways and means committee in congress and i think she's at a position where she have to use whatever power she has to get that that thing to be permanent i think they had attached it to that one bill that didn't go through and she still have to continue to go at it so let's hope that the the congress stays the same where they, 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 she sits on the committee and we're able to deal with this issue. But that's the issue right there is how much money GIRS is going to get is based on the value, the amount of money is paid. So the legal counsel can can check in now. Ronnie, what, what, what's your take there in terms okay. of in, in terms of how critical the need for the the rebate to be at thirteen twenty five as opposed to ten fifty? Because you're talking two thousand seventy five. Uh, two two dollars seventy five cents for ten, fifteen, twenty million gallons. That's a lot of money, man. Yes, and and um, basically, an understanding of why we entitled to the cover over, and why the delegate is pushing this issue hard. People need to understand it's written in the Revised Organic Act that products manufactured in the Virgin Islands. And sent out to the United States. Rum, the tax and rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we no, 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 no. The, 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 the U.S. The, the U.S. Code said products. Products. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they, they got our billions of dollars for the rum that we manufacture from '66 yeah. to 2012. But um, gasoline. That's why, that's why I say rum versus gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so a strict reading of the revised organic act would return all the money, inclu including the gasoline, but okay, we, that's another day. So that that's another day. The, yeah. The, the issue becomes uh, is, is the infusion of cash, whether it's 1050 or 1325, sustainable for the GRS? And it, yes, it is. It's less money, right. but because it's... Because a significant amount of money every year. The GRS is now looking at investments and how to make money under money. Right. But but, but the, the question the question that I was asking though is if we own a rum company like Cruzan Rum and Diageo own um, Beam Santori and uh, and um, I mean Beam Santori own Cruzan Rum and and Diageo own Captain Morgan and they cost them to get a check from the government because of the the, the way the law will change thirty five forty million dollars a year where in effect the government paying them to manufacture rum and now yes. and now because we made a commitment to the government employees retirement system last year check 
of 40 million is now 7 or 8 million this year. You better believe we're going to have some kind of repercussions. I'm just being real. Yep. I'm just being real. No, for me, I, the, the, priority, the priority is local. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, if you're used to something, gain something at a particular level, and then all of a sudden they get knocked down by 50, 60, 70, in this case 80%, come on now. I mean, uh, you know for the phone going to ring. And Rocky said they had this. You would you would think they had these conversations before, but conversation is one thing. The reality of the day, when them when the check reach anything the same size as it cost up to be, that's a whole different ball game. Yep, yep. And 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 Rocky, you know, you probably absolutely right because it's never been etched in stone that we get in thirteen twenty five. And that is what the delegate is working on right now. That is why this election is so important to the Virgin Islands for Congress. Mm -hmm. because, because it's very, very important. Because we need to the, for the Congress to remain Democrat, for our delegate to remain on the Ways and Means Committee, and the next big bill that come up, she could put it on again. First time she put it on, that bill didn't pass. The, the, the issue is Congress and Congress remaining friendly to the Virgin Islands. If the Congress, I believe, remains Democrat, and I'm talking about Senate and House of Representatives, the delegate, I believe, will get that 1325 permanent to the Virgin Islands. That's, that's, how we, that's why it's an important election, okay? Well, and, we, and well, well, we would hope so. But well, keep in mind, you know, they have always looked at the Virgin Islands, I mean, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands with, with, a, with a side eye, a jaundice eye. So let me don't ignore that they, they, they look at us. They, there's, a, there's a percentage of them that look at us as second-class people, man, second-class citizens. Yeah. You know, so, so we, we literally need the, the, the politics to work in our favor. One thing that works on our side, though, is that the resident commissioner of the Puerto Rico, Jennifer Gonzalez, she's a Republican, right? And our delegate is is Democrat. So we got somebody on both sides, depending on what happened come November. I believe. I believe that works in our favor. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll take a break. When we, when we come back, we wrap this up, and we'll move on to actual politics. Things heating up here in the Virgin Islands. We got a debate on tonight. Lieutenant Governor debate on tonight on WTJX. And we're going to get into that when we come back right after this on the Monday Table Talk. El sistema de elecciones de las Islas Vírgenes lo está haciendo más fácil para que tú formes parte de nuestro equipo por medio de nuestro programa de voluntarios. Estamos en busca de personas buenas como tú que puedan proveer a cada votante el apoyo que necesitan para que efectivamente puedan participar en el proceso de votación. Puede comenzar recogiendo y completando la aplicación para voluntarios de cualquiera de nuestras oficinas en el territorio. Usted puede servir como monitor. También tienes la opción de convertirte en un facilitador, asegurando que los votantes que están votando por primera vez, los envejecientes y la comunidad de deshabilitados puedan votar con confidencia y acertadamente. Si tienes el tiempo y estás dispuesto a servir, hay un lugar para ti. 
Solo inscríbete. Si quieres más información, llama al 340-773-1021. Y recuerda, el votar no es solo su derecho, es lo correcto hacer. The VI Energy Office and the University of the Virgin Islands Caribbean Green Technology Center are hosting the first VI Energy Fair. There will be outdoor live demonstrations, interactive workshops, and leaders from the community will be on site to discuss what the territory is doing to reduce energy costs. The fair will be held at the UVI campuses from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on St. Thomas on October 15th and on St. Croix on October 30th. For more information about the energy fair, cgtc-usvi.org forward slash energy fair. Mom was always very organized. But my sister and I noticed she started to forget things. Telling my girls about my Alzheimer's diagnosis was hard. But mom's early detection gave us time to make a plan. My sister and I were there for mom and each other. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. For more information, visit alz.org slash time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. And we're back here to analyze this, and we're talking about the rum cover over, the structure, um, the actual dollar amounts, and um, the impact it's had locally um, here in the territory. We got uh, Rocky, Rocky Labon, uh, numero uno, en la papaleta, out of St. John. Good morning, Mr. Ranking Member. Yes, man, just, just coming right. Something, yeah. something um, when you come on, I don't, we don't get to come on at the same time. I don't know what happened then. You got a little delay there? Yeah, engineer. Every time I, I, you come on, I, I hear you after you done make your introduction and so already. So somebody got to be checked. We we, we gonna work on that. Okay, so we we gonna work on we gonna, we gonna work on that for your dog school. Good morning, how are you, majority leader? Good morning, sir. I'm doing well over here in the capital. The capital, that's good. <laughs> 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 I like that one. You catch me off guard, Ronnie Russell, Keena Ridge, morning. Good morning and good morning to you and everybody else that's listening. So, so it's a wonderful day. Yeah, it is. It is. So, so Rocky, I'm going to you. You're the ranking member. You, you, you went in the legislature before everybody else. January 1991, right? Right, Rocky? <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know who we call it, Rocky. Donkey is. Jesus, right. donkey is, right? Yeah, for sure, right? And then, and then, and then, school January 99, right? Yes. Yes. Ronnie Russell, January 2003, and and yours truly 2005. Gentlemen, the cover over payment for this year. We gonna do the math now. I just I just pull up the story. The cover over payment to the Virgin Islands for fiscal year 2023 is 226 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we cut a check to the GRS for 158. That means they got $68 million leave over. That means out of that $68 million, we got to address our debt service. Right, Doc School? Right? The yeah. debt service. The bank, the bank of New York, the trustee waiting for that money because we, we made some commitments and we got to live up to those commitments. And we always do that. Right? Mm-hmm. We, got to, we got to set aside money for the Capital Improvement Fund. Yeah. We got to set aside money for the, the Crisis Intervention Fund. And mm-hmm. then... And then um, 
we're supposed to set aside a little bit of money for the for the for the for the black hole, which is the, which, which is the general fund. And then the rum company, the rum companies got to get this. So if we addressing debt service and these things out of that sixty-eight, how much left for the rum companies? I'm telling you, that number gonna be small compared to what it costs them to get. I telling you, that's just raw logic and a surface dog school. Something going on. It's based on the formula. There's a formula in their contract. Yeah. Yeah. If if let's assume Kujan only send and lose a small number. A hundred uh, proof gallons. Oh, oh, and by the way, that, that, that calculation is based on ten fifty. So if 10.50. so, so if it was thirteen twenty five, you could add another eighteen percent on that two twenty six, right? And that would be another thirty five, maybe forty million dollars. So that's significant money. Well, absolutely significant money. But I, I don't want us to get away from the the rum companies have a formula. Yeah. And and you know, you remember in the legislature when we debated this thing. As to why are they getting this amount is a formula, and plus they get incentives. We pay for the, the molasses and, and and all of that. So within the contract, ma marketing and production incentives, all of that is paid for out of out of uh, the money that come to us. But they get a percentage based on the volume that they sell, that they send to the company, and what is sold. So their their stuff is covered. Their stuff is covered. My concern, Neville and Rani and Rocky. Is of that money now, which would have gone to to the to the general fund, the black hole, is going to GRS, which is good. What happens? How are we going to fill the gap? Let's say 40 million or 60 million went to general fund. That is now going to GRS. The general fund is now short of 60 million dollars. How is that going to be? Is going to be made up? That's, that's, a, that's that, one of the issues that we we have to look at. That's a that's a that's a, that's a legitimate question, and you would think, Rocky, before I go to Rani. Rocky, that they're anticipating um, additional revenues in other areas. And also, um, that um, tax credit, right? The, er the earned income tax credit, right? That $40 million that we, we normally would pay, we don't have to pay that anymore. So maybe maybe that's the offset right there, Rocky. Right. True. And I, 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 I agree with that. But I also believe that there, there got to be some looking elsewhere for some other increased revenue from different um, areas that will will fill the gap. You know, I don't know exactly what I I'm not sure what they use this year or what they've been using. So somebody who who is more privileged, you would know never because you you follow these numbers every day. So you would have an idea of better what you have a better idea of whether what they're gonna use to, to do that. I heard the governor some that would say they had some monies and that's why they were able to make this presentation when the gap was there. It was low. So, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's... Well, it's, well, a, well, it's a... As you see, it's a number and a number issue. Well, Ronnie, let me ask you this question. Um, has the administration... Has the GRS board met with the administration and, and, and gotten an idea? I mean, I know I'm in the business of waiting for that check and getting our money, but... What about the, what about the, the 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 well-being of the territory? What are you hearing from the government? What did the, what did the GRS hear? From? Did you meet with the government number one? And if you did meet, what were you hearing as it relates to um, the health of the government financially, based on what the administration told the GRS? The administration met with the chair, then chair of the board, and the administrator names. The other board members didn't meet with the administration. Okay, and I was part, and it was not part of a meeting. Um, 
but let me point out a couple things here that has happened in the territory. Neville, the grocery seats are up. That's something that people need to know. Estimated at $260 million. That, that That's mind-boggling. Rocky, yeah. Rocky, remember when you been in the legislature? You, you could ever imagine our grocery seats would have been $260 million? Oh, yeah. Mr. No, that was an issue. That was an issue. That was an issue. And, and in order, check this out, and I did this math with the OMB director, in order to generate $260 million in gross receipts, you got to multiply that number by 20, right? Because it's a 5% application, right? Gross receipts is now 5%, not 4% anymore, right? So you multiply 260 million times 20. That means our economy is a $5.2 billion economy where gross receipts is concerned. That's the kind of activity going on now, yeah? Yep. And, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Real estate sales are up. That's, that's real. People buying, you know, and then, then you have uh tourism cruise ships coming to St. Croix cruise ships coming to St. Thomas the Virgin Islands is on a rebound from all of the economic you know disaster that happened in hurricanes so that it is projected I believe that all of these finances can be sustained by this economy and by this territory. And I was in the meetings, but I studied the numbers, just like you, Neville, of taxes, income taxes, property taxes, sales of houses, increase in tourist um, uh, to, to, yeah, profit, and just the whole taxing system that's set up by the Virgin Islands to give money to the general fund. That's why the general fund, and that's why the governor say he got money. Let, 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 me, let me break this down. Before I get, before I get to the Iraqi, before I get to Iraqi, let, let, let me let the public know what the dollar figures be. Right? The overall budget, October 1, 2022, September 30, 2023. $1,353,000,000. $646,169 in overall spending. This projection reflects $934,216,540 for the general fund, $311,963,890 in non-disaster related federal grants, $72 million $791,463 in other appropriated funds and $37,090,268 in other non-appropriated funds, which brings the total to, I'm going to repeat again, $1,353,646,169. Our budget, Rocky, when you were president in 2001 and two. Our budget was four five hundred million dollars at, at at the most, and and, and right. now and now right. we almost two and a half times the size of that, more than two and a half times the size at one point three billion. Unbelievable. Twenty years later, yeah. time flying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
exactly. Yeah, but Neville, um, I, I forgot to mention that I was reading an article not too long ago about your brain drain in the territories, Puerto Rico, Virgin Island, etc. Not only that, the population um, migration to other places. And, but in that article, it also speaks about the fact that the Virgin Islands benefited the most of the pandemic because we apparently the most tourism um, activity was in the Virgin Islands. I don't, I don't. They, they, this, this was the, the number one destination. And because of that, we did significantly well. And I think that, that's part of it too. But, but the truth is that we have, we have a population nowadays. There's a population about 87,000 compared to 100 and change. Yeah, 106. So we have a yeah. whole lot of people. Yeah, yeah. We have a whole lot of people who have left the island, gone away, moved away. Um, and we, therefore, we don't have all that expense. But it shouldn't be. And, and so a lot of money is coming in this activity and and it continues to grow so i could see we're doing something there but tourism is like a you know you know what tourism is it's like a, a, almost necessarily a, a solid economy a very shady one because one little mishap and you're out of, you're out of dark well well ducks so, d- d- ducks um piggybacking on what rocky just said we were very fortunate that neighboring islands were not open for a significant amount of time because of the pandemic. So the question is, are the revenues that we generated in 2020, 2021, and parts of 2022 going into 2023, are they real? Or are they superficial? Yeah. We got we to be careful with that. We need a study, you know, because if these, if these islands are reopening, then that will impact our numbers. That's a cause and effect. We're talking about that, Doc School. Absolutely, and and that is why you, you know you do uh, budgets are projection going forward, and that that economy we had an infusion of money. Yes, tourists came in. Uh, the, 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 even though we didn't have the hotel, the Airbnb and all of that. And if you look the monies in the category that hotel tax that comes out of the Airbnb, you would see an improvement. But going forward, this budget that was passed, Neville, that you just enumerated is for fiscal year 23, mm-hmm. right? So we are expecting that in fiscal year 23. Going beyond fiscal year 23, are we going to be able to sustain That's the, the economic activity, which I believe we, we should be because of the, the infusion of federal funds? Because, Neville, what's happening is, instead of gross receipts, we still have a lot of construction to be done. The hospital need to go. The schools need to go. Correct. The infrastructure, all of these things need to be done. So... Revenue is going to be coming in, going to, towards that. So for, for the foreseeable future, based on the infusion of federal monies in here, we are still going to be able to sustain that, I believe. No, 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 Ronnie. That's why the the infrastructure that Doc Cole is referencing, we need state-of-the-art because when we construct, we can't have facilities that ain't holding up. Because we need to generate revenue so that money can stay in the territory. Because let's face it, let's talk about the hospitals. If you don't have um, public confidence in your hospitals, people can continue to hop on planes and go on the mainland. Yes, <clears throat> Neville. What 
Rocky and Docs talk about is a projected future for the Virgin Islands for the next four to five years where the economy is booming because of all of the things. Hospitals, schools, roads being fixed, houses might finally get fixed. You know? And that is necessarily tied mainly to federal dollars. Yes. Federal roads, you know, hospitals. So, so we could expect. And the key is to use it wisely so we could get ahead of all of the other competing tourist destinations. Because they get hurricane too. And how we rebuild going to dictate how attractive we will be to the visitor from the United States or Europe. And so it, the building is crucial, Neville. Now, look, when last you've been up to Cremont Park, Neville? Um, about a month ago. Cremont Park has developed into one of the best beaches. Yes. And the, in the Virgin Islands. And the repairs that are being done to Cremos Park and that whole eastern area is an attractive, you know, uh, attractive attention give, give, given, um, given the promotion of it is proper. Because Cremos Park is a great area. Like, like you point you down. Megan's Bay. Megan's Bay. Cinnamon Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so I think we could get ahead, and we got a little time to get ahead because we get in monies that these other islands that are competing against us really don't have the system in place to get the same kind of money. Well, uh, well, I, well, 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 money. I, well, I'm glad you went there because I want to have a discussion in the last segment. Are we taking advantage of the fact that our current president used to vacation here on a regular basis before he became president? I believe that's a legitimate question. And I don't believe that we are. And I want to have that discussion because I believe your brother lives in, in, in uh, Water Island, right? And yep, that's right. I, mean, I, I mean, come on, man. Come on. He, he's, he's not going to be president forever. And we need to max out. You just talked. You just touched on it. So we need to max out. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about that politics because of the national politics impacting us locally, as Ronnie mentioned earlier with the delegate holding positions on critical committees in the current Congress. We'll take a break and we'll be back right after this. for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go, and our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com 
Good morning, neighbor. I see you got your bumper stickers and yard sign up, Paulie. Yes, I'm so ready for this election season. Me too. Just waiting for the info on the polling places and then ballots. What polling places? You mean voting centers? The election system is using voting centers this year, where you can go anywhere across the island, walk in, fill out a ballot. Just bring your ID. Really? Because my daughter lives in Tutu, but walk all the way by the airport and would try to run back home before the sun goes down to vote. Nope. You're no longer stuck to just your neighborhood on election day. Voting centers mean you can vote anywhere in your district. And the next time, try the early voting option too. Skip the line all together on election day. Girl, you have all the good tips this year, man. So, who's going to win? Ha! Read my yard sign. Then pick any voting center. Just remember, voting is not just your right. It's, it's the, the right, right thing, thing to do. A message from the election system of the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. We're back here to analyze this, the Monday Table Talk. We're talking about the government's finances and projections for fiscal year 2023 and beyond. We got Donald Duck's Cool, the majority leader out of St. Thomas, the capital. We got uh, Rocky Laybord, ranking member out of St. John, Love City. And, of course, Ronnie Russell. He done a big eye here with me uh, as we, we break this down. Gentlemen, I got an article here from the Daily News, uh, September 2nd. Um, we're going to quote... The the uh we're gonna quote the OMB director. One major driver of this. Oh, let me go, go back. Uh, let me go up a paragraph. According to O'Neill's testimony, revenue collections have exceeded projections, and financial models project that strong collections can be expected to continue into the next fiscal year. And the foreseeable future. Look like look like look like those cooler reading this article. Cause that's the term he are using. One major driver of this is the expected reopening of the is Western, right? Is is, is a Western, right? Frenchman's Reef Hotel? French Man's French Reef, yeah. It's Western, yeah, because they got wind down here. That's a mistake. It's, I think it's West it's Western Frenchman's Reef Hotel and other hotels by the first quarter of fiscal year twenty twenty three, according to testimony. Tourism is expected to expand in 2023. In the first three quarters of fiscal year 2022, tourism arrivals exploded by 139% from fiscal year 2021. Air arrivals increased by 21% and cruise ship passengers returned from zero for fiscal year 2021. Although negative impacts were expected, by the closure of Lime Tree Bay terminals with a higher unemployment percentage, ongoing recovery projects, and the gains from pandemic disaster funding have dampened those impacts. However, excise tax collection is not as high as preferred, but has been attributed 
to global supply chain issues, according to O'Neill's testimony. So in reality, we are no different than anybody else as it relates to the supply chain impacting the world. But ultimately, uh, Doc School and then Rocky, um, this is about maximizing the dollars, man. We got to maximize the dollars, and the dollars have to be managed, right? And as you said, Neville, it is critical that we get a bang for a buck. And once we, we, we get past this, this period, Neville, you, you have about it all the time. The infrastructure, the Water and Power Authority infrastructure have to be in place, right? We have to be able to bring... A hospital, as, as Ronnie said, and all the service entities in this territory up to par where we're able to compete. So we're, we're looking into the future, but is managing these resources, getting these out, and, and, and allowing Virgin Islanders to be a part of this recovery. That, that's the key. Uh-huh. Okay, Neville? That's the key. How we are going to be a part of this recovery because... Look, look like we lose, we do, lose that school. I've increased. And even Neville are wanting when you get to the government, the amount of people who are working for government right now is less than happened before. And a lot of those people, a lot of them are not on GES. So we got to sustain that. And going forward, I'm looking at the management of this thing. And you were talking about elections. So we have election coming up. And individuals, we have to go out and vote to put individuals in place to manage this so we can reap the benefit of this type of economy that we have right now, Neville. Rocky, how critical is is, is the 35th legislature uh, going to be, given that we're still in transition, you know? We're still in a transition window right now where we're approaching... The middle to backside of this recovery, because the recovery is a 10, 12-year deal, and, and the, the, the hurricanes were five years ago. How critical is the legislature at this juncture to make sure that they provide the requisite oversight and exercise it so that we could get this, this best bang for our buck? Well, I think it's, it's more than critical. It's crucial. And it's crucial also that they have the expertise available to do this. Because, uh, let's be honest, there are some people who are leaving now. Two sons are leaving, or the backbone of the finance, and these guys didn't have a job. And so we got to have people now coming in there to take over that spot. That's one level. But you touched on the subject earlier that we keep, we keep on eluding all the time, and that is the fact that we have a trump card. And if you play with or bid with or, or, or straight with, yes, sir. a trump card... <laughs> Yes, sir.
times are getting so rough with all the storms, the war. You will probably run enough of time to have this conversation because everything is money. And we're going to be caught in that back end of the stick because we still haven't moved forward. We, we still haven't put the people together. And, and the other thing is, Neville, we have all this sort of monies that we are not doing enough with in time. You know, WAPA should never be an issue again. It should never be an issue in terms of the people of Virgin Islands having the best service. I, you know, I, I, I always say that the federal government gave us money to help the system. Yes, they put a name to it. They said, well, you could do this or that. But we as the Virgin Islanders who are carrying it out have to go to them and say, yes, you gave us that, but we don't need it there. We need it here. This is what we need to make it work so that we don't have to be coming to you. And, and I'm saying that those discussions seem to be far, 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 far away because look how long it's been. Well, well, Rami. It's been, you know... I I I, 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 I want to I want to buttress which which is the school terminology. I want to buttress what Raki just said in the form of a question. Rani, there's something fundamentally wrong when a man visits some place regularly and then when he becomes not just the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, somehow that place that he custom to visit can't see now. I know that the excuse is that he has this, um, this, this the, the reporters and all that stuff, media who travel with him and all of that security detail and all that, and we lack the hotel rooms and Saint Croix and all that. But if they want to make it happen, it could happen, and it would be wrong, right. Rocky and Ducks and Ronnie in particular, to know that President Biden, who came here consistently every. Christmas, New Year's, spend New Year. Rani, you mentioned Point Udall, right? He would go up to Point Udall when the sun sunrise to bring in a New Year. That he serve as president and never visit the territory once while he's president. That would that, that would be an insult. I'm sorry, Rani. We can't have that. We go we go make some demands, man. We need we we need the president here while he's in office. Look like we lose Rani. No, no. I okay, 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 okay. There we yeah. go. Ronnie, Ronnie, speak to that. Because we, yeah. we, we had Eisenhower here, and we had Truman here. We had uh, we no, we had Hoover here, and yeah. then we had Truman, and I believe we had Clinton. Remember Clinton was here one time, right? He went, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, when Rocky, Rocky tells Schneider, tell Clinton come down, man. Rocky, Rocky had that yeah. kind of cloak. And <laughs> Clinton come down. Obama, Obama, Obama was here too. Obama came before he was president twice. Yeah, before, yeah, before. Twice. He had a fundraiser out there to the Ritz, and then when he had yeah, the problem right. with when he had the problem with Jeremiah Wright for Easter, he finds Saint Thomas fast. He said, "Let me, let me go take my wife down to Saint Thomas. I can't deal with this heat here." But when, but when they win, they ain't coming. I got a problem they with that, Ronnie man. What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah, I got a problem with it too, but I think we have to put out the red carpet, put the invitation, make everything, everything ready to receive the president. And I believe with the right invitation, the right timing, he'll come. Because, you know, I saw him by Point Judal when he was vice president. Mm -hmm. 
I know he used to go to the church in Christian said the Catholic church. You know? Rocky, no, no. Rocky and Bucks, I got a joke for you about Biden. When he used to go to the Catholic church, he used to tell the Secret Service, don't come in the church. Stay, stay outside. <laughs> I don't want the people, I don't want the parishioners to be feeling um, as if they're going to be on, uh, they got anything to worry about. I stand up outside. Seriously, that's how cool the dude was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so we, we I think we, he'll come. Uh, he's waiting until this um, midterm election, but I think he'll come. And I think he'll come with a sense of sensitivity to the islands. The GRS, we have, we adopted a measure to approach him for executive order to deal with uh, some of the territory's woes. And he could do it. He could do an executive order, uh, directed the Treasury to be back some other money that gasoline taxes will never return to us. So he has the power of the pen, and he has learned well from Trump because Trump writes a million executive orders. And Biden said, okay, that's how you want to do it. I could do it too, and he's doing it. Well, and I, that's what we want him to do. And I, I, and I believe... Right, we got to be innovative, right? If in fact he has security detail and and the media, the media, the pool of media, right, the media pool um, that that travel with him wherever he goes, Air Force One, Air Force Two for the vice president and all that stuff. Then, if we need to bring in a, a cruise ship, a small to medium sized cruise ship to to have a floating hotel to to to, to make up for the lack of hotel rooms, then we do it. Yeah. Right? But, exactly. But we got to be creative. We got, we got, we got, we need the president to visit the Virgin Islands while he is the leader of the free world. Yeah. But Neville, and we, Neville, we got some of the best Airbnb here in the territory, you know. Without a doubt. And they, they could, they, they could find, they could find accommodation if they want to, because you have companies that manage Airbnbs, right? And they can come down and I'm talking about beautiful stuff, man. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so they can do that. Yeah. I didn't want to hear this. That they ain't got no hotel room. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I agree. And we, yeah. and we go, we go clean up the sar. We go, and we go clean up the sargasm too. Make sure that they're gone. Or, yes. or, or you leave it there for them to see how badly I have for me, so they could fix up a grant. You leave it so they could see it. <laughs> yeah. But never, uh, and Rocky and and and, and Rani, the governor, the president used again his power again to take about the 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 the, the marijuana stuff. I yeah, sim simple, simple possession. I mean, correct. We didn't have much time, but yeah, simple yeah. possession and and, and yep. to release people yep. out out of territory. So I think that's a good thing. Without, yeah. without yeah. Other, he, I, I, one, one thing we could say, Rocky, right? Cause you know, you know, um, Doc's cool best friend Merrick Garland waiting for Doc's to come visit so they could talk, right? <laughs> But, 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 I but, got talk yeah, yeah, no, but, but he waiting for you, no. He cool, you know. That's the coolest dude, you know. He waiting for you. He just, he just, he just <laughs> sitting down with his leg folded, and when, when, when he do, he got to know. He gonna want to know when you coming, Rocky. Yeah, I already, I already <laughs> know because we got to bring the hammer down. This, this fella Trump ain't easy. He no. using everything in the book, everything in the playbook, brothers. But, 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 to, but, to, but, to but, stifle but, these but, investigations. But here's what okay. I want to tell you. Here's what I want to tell you about Mary Garland. You know that um. Yeah, this before I go to Rocky. You know that we have a hundred percent debt service repayment rate in the Virgin Islands, right? You remember right, that, right? right. Our, 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 our debt service payment is spotless, right? You know that you, you, you know that every case, Mary Garland, Troy, when he was a prosecutor, he's at a hundred percent, not ninety-five or no, a hundred or no. In other words, he don't he don't go forward unless 
the garlic, the garlic there in the knife, you know. Because he don't garlic down the knife good. Okay? <laughs> so, 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 so you don't have to, wor- you, you don't have to worry about he. Um, Rocky, let, right. R- Rocky, let me ask this question for St. John. What, what's the biggest need for St. John right now? Going into the election cycle. 30 days out. Man, St. John? Yeah. You got a lot of needs. Power, number one. <laughs> the power is an issue. The water is an issue. Because you, on the eastern end of the island, you, you can't get no water with it. Um, they, they, you know, you got to go with, with trucks. By the time you get to them, sleep with half the water down the road. I mean, so, <laughs> you, water? No, no, you're laughing. It's always true. It's true. No, production oil down the the fact I know. St. John needs it needs attention. You know, it needs attention from government entities. In other words, a presence should be there. That's what you need. You presence. need a presence. presence. You don't have to yes. put it down for everything. Yes, yes. Those are the kind of things that you should never be you know, just an entity, it's like an island like St. Croix. And um so each island have its needs. Yeah. And and, and so, so, so you're saying so, so you're saying for Saint John, it's more about presence at this point, and then and and then and then the details alongside the presence in those areas. That's a that, that's a good. Yeah, but not just presence alone, you know. Presence that you could do something. You know, don't just. No, 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 I agree. I agree. No, no, no. Not not superficial presence. Real presence. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, no, I, no, I understand that. Uh, look, one of my listeners, one of my listeners, want me to explain the gross receipts thing real good, right? So, so I I I gonna explain it um, briefly now, and then um, tomorrow I gonna explain it in detail. The government collects five percent in gross receipts tax for every sale for every business, right? And they anticipate collecting two hundred sixty million. And, and if you multiply that by 20, that's 20 times 5% is 100%. That's how you get the 5.2 billion dollars. But I'll break it down tomorrow. Gentlemen, thanks a lot. Great show today. Appreciate it. Enjoy the remainder of your holiday. Everything, every, everybody be good. Thank you for joining us. Talk to you tomorrow. Be good and be safe. Bye-bye. Blessings. Blessings. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Throughline is always looking for a new spin on historical events we think we understand. And we're so excited and proud that our series on Afghanistan won a Peabody Award. The history of Afghanistan has too often been told by those who tried and failed to control it from outside. We wanted to bring you this history from the voices of Afghans themselves. Listen to Throughline from NPR every week, Saturdays at 7 a.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk Walk a mile mile in in my my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.